Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, alongside the Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano and the Fantasy Viper Graham Barfield. Well, we are uh, repairing down now. I mean, this is it, right? I mean, I know. This is the final leg of the race here. Pretty yep. much. Final. Uh, we're going down the final stretch. Because mm-hmm. oh. week 17 doesn't count. Don't play week 17, people. Yeah. Don't Friend, do that. Friends don't let friends play in week Seriously, 17. Seriously, don't do that. Yeah. Imagine if you have Lamar Jackson and he gets you all the way to week 17 and then he's yeah. like, I got to play right. week 17. It's like, ugh. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah you can only... Uh, Way back when, week 16 used to be a problem with that. I remember there were times when, like, the Colts would clinch everything, and then, you know, they'd bring in their backup, and Peyton Manning would sit, and it was a week 16 issue. Now, because of the way that the NFL has scheduled games, there's so many, like, big games in week 16, Mm -hmm. because a lot of them are divisional rivalry games, uh, you know, like Cowboys-Eagles, that... You have to well, sort of, uh, you have right. to sort of play your guys. Right. This is why you should never play season long and up until week seventeen, just because I mean there are going to be potentially six to eight teams in week seventeen that are just going to be resting everybody, right? And then maybe another few more that will be resting starters for various reasons, either because they're dead in the playoffs or they're you know, yeah, trying th- to find I a think, wild card spot. I think teams have stopped because I do remember when you know teams, especially if you had a big lead, if you had everything locked up, you would sit guys in week sixteen and seventeen. And I yeah. think what happened is you'd have you know teams players would sit week 16 week 17 then you'd have a bye so it'd be like three weeks and i always felt like those teams played really poorly when they actually showed up in the playoffs yeah i mean russ is a legitimate thing i mean if you don't go out and play the game speed for three weeks i mean 
can certainly be yeah. slow. I had some people asking me if they thought if I thought that the Ravens were going to rest Lamar next week. I'm like, hell, I don't no. see that. That happening. would be hell that would be no. almost a month of rest for yeah, Lamar. Yeah, right? no I don't, way. I don't dude. see that happening. Especially no with the, way. Patri- the Patriots winning yesterday, they've they've got to stay up. Right, they don't because they haven't locked up the one seed. They have not, so they, they still have, have a reason for yeah. Lamar to, mm-hmm. to be playing. Right so. now, the question is, you know, depending on how the the game script goes. He might not play the fourth quarter. Well, <laughs> but that's the great thing about Lamar. He can go out and put 40 freaking points up before the, end of the third <laughs> quarter is even over. So you it doesn't know, even matter. We might, we might see some more RG three, but uh, I don't, I don't expect him to rest. So uh, I got plenty to talk about. We will uh, do the week 15 big questions. And now with championship week coming this, you know, I, I've got a, a championship edition of who'd you rather with guys that have good matchups that maybe you might be on the fence about, but you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk that out. And then, just another look at some guys who potentially could be shut down because of injury or their team situations or what have you. I mean, guys legitimately that could be shut down, not just we're going to rest you to the playoffs. And then, of course, uh, a quick look at the waiver wire for one more week um, as you try to win your championships. It's a big name that I put into there. I do. I see that. I see a couple big names. Yeah, sir. Uh, before we do all that, though, go behind the glass. Talk to our faithful producer, senior Edward L. Murphy Esquire. Murph, what's up? The newest member of the Dallas Cowboys uh, nation. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm stuck here. Uh, people may, will put up a couple pictures or a clip. I am wearing a Dallas Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott jersey because I lost my bet and I'm a man of my word. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting I got destroyed by by Fabs in our game. I think I lost by like 40 points. So uh, look, I, I I'm wasn't gonna back out of the the bet. I he I, I believe Fabs would have worn a Giants jersey. Oh, absolutely. Lost, I, so. I would have done it. It so, would have hurt. So how long do you have to wear just for the show? I want to wear for the show. Just for the okay. show. Yeah. Okay. Just cool. for the show. And and I do have Zeke on that roster, so I thought it was only fitting yeah, that you wear totally. the the Zeke jersey. Um and I. I had some guys go in, in that in that matchup there that uh, really Galladay was awful. Uh, DJ Moore was terrible for about three quarters, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it, it just was like, all on that last drive. Yeah, I mean, boom! You I know, think, he ended up with a decent stat line. Yeah. So, um, so I, I'll take it. Kyler was a disappointment for me. I should have played Carson Wentz, but um, yeah, you're you're a good man, Eddie. Yeah, you're a good man. I'm a little upset because this was uh, my one chance. My other, I made the playoffs in another league of mine and lost first round. This league, I got to the second round and lost. So no championships this year for me. But you know what? Live and you learn, and I'll be better yeah. next year for it. I, I got to tell you real quickly before we get into the news, the matchup that Graham and I had. So we were playing each other for the right to go to the championship in the NFL Fantasy Live League. Now he had Lamar. So I thought I was dead. He had 37 before I had a guy oh, step onto ba- the gridiron. Let's back up here, too. I yeah. Number one in points scored, it went seven and six because everyone went off against me. So, <laughs> right. My unlucky, my and, unlucky and, trip. And I got to be honest with you, week. your team is the one that I didn't want to face well, because I was hoping that, that Cynthia would be Colleen this way. I'd play Cynthia this week um, and I wouldn't have to face you <clears throat> because I know your team is just jacked. But so I'm down 37 and. I've got Jameis going, who gets me to 33, so that almost basically eliminates what Lamar did, which was huge. I had Aaron Jones, I had Devontae Adams, and I had DJ Moore in that league too, which was great. But I also have Philip Lindsay who tanked. I had Julian Edelman who tanked. Last minute, I took out Harrison Butker and put in Jason Myers who tanked. The Patriots' defense did have 20. But my lead was not that significant going into the later games, yep. right? So I'm thinking I'm still dead. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I had like a 40, 50 point lead. I'm not, I, 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 I thought I, I was dead. I had a he, lot of guys going yesterday. Here's what Graham had in the, in the, in the late games. Devonta Freeman, Nick Chubb, uh, Hunter Henry, Austin Hooper, Michael Gallup, and Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold, obviously, besides Nick Chubb, ended up being your high scorer. The Hooper touchdown would have put me down less than a yeah. point. Getting, getting and eight. then Hooper's touchdown being reversed – 
put me back up by less than six. And ultimately, I got maybe the luckiest win that I've ever had in fantasy football. So getting 8.9 points out of uh, Michael Gallup for <laughs> Hunter Henry was not fun. Not great. Not fun. No, Jul- not Julian Edelman uh, killed a lot of yeah, teams. Oh, man. Too. And now I'm concerned about playing him next week because they've yeah. got Buffalo. And mm. Brady does terribly against Buffalo historically. Yeah. Although, you know. The way this season's gone, that means, you know, Edelman will give you like 25 or something like that. That'll be yeah, great. That's that just how I mean, she's Louise. So. Yep. All right. Uh, hey, let's do some news. Let's the news. Sort of light in the amount of news headlines, but heavy in the severity and <laughs> seriousness uh, of what these headlines are. Uh, Dalvin Cook left the game yesterday against the Chargers with a shoulder injury. Combine that with the fact that Alexander Madison was inactive and Mike Boone ended up having himself quite a day. Um, So this is something to monitor, Fabs, all through the week to see what Dalvin's situation is going to be. Obviously, the Vikings uh, still have quite a bit to play for. They are very much in the thick of the playoff race. The fact that the Rams lost yesterday, that was big for for Minnesota. Um, But, you know, they they need Dalvin Cook back. So this is something to kind of keep an eye on. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, Mike Boone, I think, is going to be a popular waiver wire now. Is Madison coming back? That's the other I, I question. Have no idea. That sort of surprised me. So uh, because he he missed a lot of practice last week, so you, I mean you're going to put in a claim for Boone. There's no question. He's probably going to be the most added player on NFL.com this week. But Madison should end up getting added too because I I don't know. Right. I mean, if Madison comes back from the ankle, you would think he's going to be the guy if Cook can't play. So, but if Madison can't play, then clearly it's Boone. So, so Madison didn't practice all of last. Yes, week. He was ruled out on Friday, which to me signif- you know, that, that signifies yeah, that signifies a pretty significant injury. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they're trying to keep him keep him straight for their playoff stretch. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, we'll have to see how the situation plays out. But yeah, I mean, if it's not Madison, it'll be Mike Boone, who's by the way legit good. Like Mike Boone, he's good. Play. Uh, he's just been, you know, behind Dalvin Cook, yeah. <laughs> which is no shame. And Alex Madison <laughs> yeah. play a little bit, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's definitely a name to, to keep an eye on. The other one, which absolutely is huge. Crusher. Chris Godwin left the Bucks game on Sunday with a hamstring injury. He was uh, carted off the field. And uh, he's not coming back. Yeah. I mean, immediately I so. Bruce Arian says it doesn't look good. They're already not expecting him to play week 16. The Bucks aren't going anywhere. So why would they rush him back? It just doesn't make sense. Um, look, Rashad Perriman had himself a day yesterday with three touchdowns. Uh, but I mean, Graham, look, we've seen Brashad Perriman before try to be in a lead role. I mean, obviously that the Ravens thought he would be, you know, their, their receiver of the future. That didn't work out. He's, done okay as the Bucks' third receiver. This is a big challenge for him to step up, but the targets are there. It will be. Uh, here's the good news. The targets will be there, and they're playing Houston. Houston, yeah. Houston cannot cover anybody. It doesn't matter if it's Prashad Perriman operating as the number <laughs> one. Uh, they're not going to be able to cover these Bucks receivers, and, and you know, we'll, we can talk about this here in a moment, but uh, I'm I'm still pretty comfortable with Jameis next week. Yeah, that was even, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, yeah is even with, even with all their injuries, I think you can play Jameis because, I mean, he does not care who his receivers are. He is going to throw Yola 
little bit. <laughs> stay just, aggressive. That's just what James does. That's right. what he is. That's yeah. exactly who he is. He does not care if it's Mike Evans or Brashad Perriman and Justin Watson. He he doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, which actually is the other question. I mean, because I, I know there was a lot of hype on Twitter about Justin Watson. There was some talk about Scotty Miller, who actually caught a touchdown Did. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those guys sort of, they, they obviously move up a couple of notches now, too, uh, with Godwin and Evans both out. Um, if you had to pick one, are you going Miller you going Watson? I would stick with Miller. Miller's play, he's, agreed. He's had some some nice games this year. I I think we talked about this a little bit, Marcus. Uh, that and and on the Friday show, Fabs with Justin Watson, it felt really thin. And Brashad Perrin was clearly their number three all year long. And yep. he had uh, just an enormous game. Anybody that picked up Perriman and started played him right last now. week, Jeez. yeah, 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 huge. That was huge, man. Tell you about it. <laughs> that or Kenyon freaking Drake. <laughs> Who, yeah, who that, like you know we got to talk about that but that boy sort of, where the hell did that come that from sort of my goodness nowhere, gracious man. uh there you go that's pretty much everything you need to know That was the news. All right, our big questions of the week. And, you know, we might as well add one in here because, uh, you know, we talked about Kenyon Drake, so we'll add that one to the list as well. But let's start with Jameis Winston, right? I mean, the guy has thrown for 450 yards in back-to-back weeks. Um, I mean, as we sit here at this very moment, he is the QB5 uh, in fantasy and really has a chance to uh, – legitimately has a chance to set a single-season passing record uh, if he can finish strong over the next couple of games. I think he needs like 900 yards, which – Look, man, he's had 900 yards in his last two. So, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, is he your fantasy playoff MVP right now? Uh, well, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson did pretty good. I too. guess it's Lamar. Lamar's I still mean, there. But, but the thing the thing is that, like, if you look at Lamar's previous week, it wasn't huge. Was so 19. I know a lot of people who lost because Lamar didn't have that big Lamar game. So right now, as we stand, I mean, it's Winston. It's Lamar Jackson, and it's Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. If you're talking about quarterbacks, Ryan. those are the three big ones, right? It, yeah, Fitzmagic had a huge game yesterday. He'd have a nice game. Yeah, finishes the QB6. Um, <laughs> he's going to end up their, the year as their leading rusher. That's going to be just hilarious. Insane. It's just insane. Miles Gaskin actually played pretty well yesterday. But, yeah, uh, Jameis next week, I, I think, you know, we, we broached it just a second ago, but I think you can go back to him against the Texans just because simply, I mean, I, very few quarterbacks have like a locked in floor of 300 yards. I mean, Jameis just every single week is going to toss for 300 yards, either because he's throwing interceptions and giving the ball back to the opposing team and letting them mm-hmm. keep the game close, or the Bucks just can't run the ball, which, you know, they've been very inconsistent on the ground all year long. Um, you mentioned this, and I'm just, you know, I think this is so funny that Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is the Dolphins' leading rusher, 219 yards. Mark Walton, who's no longer with the club, uh, second at 201. And this this feels like a question. Maybe I'll hit, hit up NFL research. I wonder what is who is the person who has led their team in rushing with the fewest amount of yards, right? I mean, because there's a very good chance that Fitzpatrick could have fewer than 300 rushing and, yards. As, and as, Gra- as Graham and I go to Pro Football Reference, and and by the way, Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> only started what. He's not even started the full season. I mean, no, he's going to start like what 11 games for them. He started 11 games yeah. so far. Um, yeah, I just want to know what is what is the fewest number of rushing yards a player has had and led their team. Yeah. Um, by the, do you guys trust him next week against the Bengals? And the only reason and I know it's a revenge game. By the way, we should be <laughs> ashamed of ourselves for not remembering the Ricky Seals Jones 
the freaking Tavon Austin and the Rex Burkhead revenge games on Friday. Yeah. You and I, I mean, we, 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 we dropped get, the ball on that. We one. But there was the also, on that but yesterday was also a Muhammad Sanu revenge game, and that didn't really happen. Yeah, that's true. But so, so <laughs> now point. overall, the Bengals are giving up like 19 points a game to quarterbacks in their last four games. 11.2. They, they, they sort of they have down. been tough against quarterbacks lately. They have clamped down. Oh. It looked bad for Brady yesterday just because maybe that offense isn't so good. Uh, Yeah, yeah I, I mean. Brady, Brady's, I, had, I, Brady's had one, like, decent stat I'm, line I'm, in, like, a month and a half. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I'm not I'm not willing to say the Bengals' defense is anything special, but they have played okay. reasonably well on the outside. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun, as long as Devontae Parker's out there and he can chuck it up to his guy, he'll, we'll be fine. Yep. Yep. I mean, so here's the thing. I mean, looking at, at Fitzpatrick for the last six or eight weeks, it's you know, he gives you 20 to 25. Then he follows it up with like 12 to 14, you know, yeah. and that's sort of the thing. And so I feel like you you could start him, but I think you run a very real risk of him giving you like 14, 15 points, and then you're just going to be frustrated. So yeah. um, that's, that's sort of where I sit with that one. Um, like most quarterback streamers, though, you know, that's true. I mean, most quarterback streamers, if you get like 15 out of them, you're you're theoretically you're okay. if you're streaming quarterbacks by now. The rest of your team is just nails. That's true. So I mean, that's if you get like point. 15 to 20 out of Fitzpatrick, it's probably not going to kill you. That's a good point. Um, you mentioned Kenyon Drake four touchdowns. I mean, out of nowhere, I don't know. And I, I will tell you this. I, uh, of course, I listened to uh, our pal Bob Harris, you know, on, on his uh, on his radio shows on Sirius XM. And uh, we were talking about that, and he had talked to a Cardinals beat reporter that basically was like, David Johnson got into the end zone last week, and they have to kind of figure out what they have in him because you know they figure out what the situation is going to be in 2020. So I think a lot of people, including myself, were expecting to see a little bit more of David Johnson in this game. Nope. We didn't see anything. Nope. Six it's total yards. Kenyon Drake. That's I, why I didn't like Drake this week. And the Browns had been tough against running backs relatively over the last month or so. And my goodness gracious. I remember when David Johnson was a thing. I, yeah. I remember when David Johnson a, was good. Has a dude ever fallen from grace quicker there, there than has, David Johnson? Honestly. There Peyton has Hillis? to be. Huh? Peyton Hillis? Well, uh, no, yeah. no, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, you know what, though, but, but here's the thing, though, Marcus, we Jonas all great. We all project. We all predicted that because yeah, he was on course. the cover of the Madden game and was. he was coming off the magical season. David Johnson was a first round pick who was actually putting up pretty good numbers oh, until man. he got hurt until he wasn't <laughs> just right there. There is something more going on with uh, with David Johnson's yeah. injuries and his his status with the team, because it seems like right now he's reasonably healthy and uh, he's just not playing well i think you know his status with the team is is legitimately in question like, I, what do they do next year because i wouldn't be surprised if he is somewhere else i, I don't know what the, his contract situation is now, obviously he got a big nice extension a couple years ago which is good for him but at the same time they they, they will probably be looking elsewhere yeah. at the running back position he, he, next year here is an example of how almost impossible predicting the nfl and fantasy football can be in week 15 Fantasy playoffs, your semifinals, you're looking to get to your championship. We had more faith in Boston Scott than David Johnson. So that's bananas. So the contract situation, he still has two years left on his deal. And the Cardinals will take a pretty significant cap hit. Uh, I think it's 14 million next year, 12 the year after that. Wow. So they're in a really sticky situation. You know, you know what I would love to see? Oh, I would love it. David Johnson reunited. You know where I'm going? Bruce Arians, Tampa Bay. It was back to Tampa. Giddy the hell up. Huh. Wow. Giddy up. Interest. Man. Giddy up. They're going to have to eat a lot of cash next year. I just pulled up his contract, too. They would have to eat a lot of money. Yep. 
That's so uh, that'll be interesting to see. So they can he, get out. They can get out with under his deal in 2021. But right when but, he's 30. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're, they're sort of stuck on this one right now, though. That, that's going to be really interesting next off. It I'm going to. David Johnson, he's going to be 29, guys. I know. I know. David Johnson's going to Bucks. It, we've had you like, watch. It feels like we've, we've barely even had David Johnson. I mean, we've only had one really huge David Johnson year. He was right? amazing his rookie year, too, and they just didn't, you know, they didn't, didn't give him the ball. Right. Because uh, he was using mostly like on kick returns and that sort of thing. Yep. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What do we make of Tyler Higby for not for for week 16, first of all? And I know a lot of that depends on on Gerald Everett's status. But bro, Higby's had three straight games over huge. 100 yards. I mean, he's a huge part of what the Rams are doing right now. So what do we make of him for week 16? And then beyond that, because, I mean, obviously he's showing that he can be very, very productive. I mean, do they do they work out a two tight end thing with he and Gerald Everett? Do they, yeah. you know, do they figure that out? I have, a, I have one a, or the other. I have a petition. Okay. Um, can we, can we move the week 17? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the Seahawks are going to go off against the Cardinals, but it's so unfortunate that Higby's getting the Cardinals in week, week 17. Yeah, I know. Right. You know, he, he's going to go nuts. Yeah. But uh, against the Niners. He's, I mean, the targets have been there. Dude, Everything's listen, been there. It's, the, it's, the Niners gave up two touchdowns in a quarter to Jared Cook a couple of weeks yeah, ago. So yeah. it's not an impenetrable and defense. Austin, we just mentioned Austin Hooper should have had a touchdown. Jared Goff is back to being trashed. Then he got hurt. He looked awful in the beginning of the game. Then he hurt his thumb. And he can't throw the ball deep. He hadn't yeah. been able to throw the ball deep all year. That's why yeah. he's basically statistically neutered Brandon Cooks in that offense. And in fantasy, Higby's a must. Dude, he has 65.4 fantasy points in his last three games, man. Crazy. It's insane. He's got more points than every tight end in the league. And Zach Ertz has been great. And Travis Kelsey lately has been pretty damn good, too. Better than all of them. That's yeah. with 33 targets. 33 targets for a tight end in three games. Balling. That's a lot. Just balling. Yep. Uh, hey, by the way, it's David Johnson's birthday, so happy birthday, David Johnson. Mm, happy birthday, pal. Um, there you go. Uh, has Joe Mixon salvaged his fantasy draft value? Because the first half of the season, he was awful. We were talking about dropping him. It wasn't him, him that was awful. No, it I was mean, the play call. I mean, it wasn't necessarily his fault, but the end result was he wasn't giving you anything. Of course. Mixon. Yeah. The last... Seven, eight weeks, he's been pretty good. Mixon so, has been amazing the last dude, six, seven weeks. I, I said he's, it I said been, it weeks ago he was going to be a league winner, and he's going to be a league winner. Yeah. Because he got Miami next week. Right now, if you look at the last five games he's played, he is seventh in fantasy points among running backs. Seventh. So since their week nine bye, Mixon has now averaged uh, well over 23 touches per game. The, yeah. You know, the workhorse role is finally back. He's getting involved in their passing game more. Uh, he had a great game on the ground yesterday. You know the Patriots against the Patriots too. Well, the thing is, the Patriots yeah. the Patriots are completely fine. Bill Belichick is completely fine giving up like five yes. to eight yard yes. runs. He doesn't care about that. He just right. doesn't want to give up big passing plays. And right. That was never going to happen with Andy Dalton. So, and if I remember correctly, Mixon averaged like over five yards yeah. a carry yesterday too. Oh yeah, no, he uh, yeah. so he Rutgers. was really good. I mean, he's just been he's been fantastic the back half of the season. I know that you know early on in the year, people who spent. Probably a second round pick on him. We're really that, frustrated. That's what I was going to ask. You know, Mixon has definitely been the Joe Mixon that we expected um, the last few weeks. Where do we take him next year? Because I think he'll probably sneak back into that. Maybe that late second round. I think he's late second round. round. Yeah, I think he. I think he. We we talk him back up to the late second round. Probably by the time it's all. Bengals are going to be the talents there, man. The Bengals are going to be so interesting next year. I have the offense is going to be. I would say interesting is the word because I mean, look, Andy Dalton probably is not their starting quarterback. It's probably Joe Burrow. Um, Yeah, you know, we'll see what what Tyler Boyd and and what 
who's back at their wide receiver spot. Maybe. Oh, you know what it is? A.J. Green stayed with Cincinnati because he knows Joe Burrow's coming to town. Oh, mm. interesting. You want to you hear a, interesting. A, an interesting yet depressing fact? Uh, Joe Mixon was literally like unstartable for a lot of the first half of the mm-hmm. season. He's basically even with Alvin Kamara in terms of fantasy points right now with Kamara going tonight. Well, Kamara's going to go for three touchdowns. He's basically I'm willing this to happen. Kamara's going Kamara's going to have a, t- a, t- a multiple touchdown game. I'm willing this to happen. Man, it's been a it while. To. It has been a while. That would be great to see. Uh, last one of these. Is Josh Allen going to be one of the top five quarterbacks drafted in 2020? No. I mean, he's just outside the top five right now. And I love it. He had a pretty good game against a, a good Steelers defense. Six, I, he ended up 16. Points. I take that back. But he, he moved the ball well. He threw the ball okay. Um, I like him a he's, lot. He's, I do. I mean, look, and you talk about guys who run. He runs. Yes, I know. Right? He scores five, touchdowns. But top five. I mean, he's top six. Here's, here's, he's, the, here's, he's the, thing, six right here's now. the thing that concerns me about Josh Allen. He has been unstartable against good defenses. Pittsburgh, 16 points, not great. The week before, Baltimore, 10 points. He had that six-week stretch where he was yeah. playing trash defenses. The Cowboys, yeah. the uh, he, he had a good game against the Broncos, uh, and the Broncos' defense is eh, at Miami, at Cleveland, Washington, Philadelphia, Miami. Uh, those were all really favorable opponents, so... I love him. I call him the next Cam Newton. I, I think he can put up great, uh, great totals when the matchup's right. But you wouldn't draft him as the next Cam Newton, then? Yeah, I, I'm in top I, five though. I so, mean, Cam Newton it was, it was a top, top five, five draftable quarterback. So let's go through this. Lamar is obviously QB one. Yeah, yeah. Here. Mahomes is going to go. Mahomes will Watson's going to go. Watson's Russell's going to go. What about Dak? Yeah, Dak versus Josh Allen's tough. That's that's, I'm, I'm, that's I'm where going, it gets I'm close. going Dak. I'm going Dak there. Yeah. So I mean, we I remember on the show uh, midseason. The Bills had an early bye week six, and then we were all looking at their schedule, like week seven, eight, nine. I mean, he just went completely nuts. Dolphins, Eagles, Redskins, Browns. Yeah, the schedule was, it was bananas good. It was it was yeah. amazing, and that's where Allen scored most of his fantasy points this year. So I hear what you're saying about you know the matchups this year, but at the same time, he has such a high floor because of the rushing. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's their well, goal okay, line back. Okay, well then, who who you draft the next year, Kyler or or Josh Allen? Because those guys are... It depends on what receivers are in Arizona. <laughs> super <laughs> close in value. It really depends on what they do at receiver next year. Because right now, Kyler's throwing to just... I mean, it's Christian Kirk is his number one receiver. And, and he did, boy, yesterday was... Boo. I like Christian Kirk a lot. It's just... He's, it just... It has not... He has not, not come together the way I would he, have hoped. He is a, he's going to be a really good number two. But he clearly, I don't yeah. think... Yeah. Sometimes you know, wide receivers need that, you know, need that second year. And then in that third year is when they sort of break out. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just... I think... And I think some of it is going to be the receivers they have next year. Some of it will probably be the schedule if the schedule lines up and he's got another, you know, kind of soft part in it. But I think it's going to be worth talking about just because. Really? I'll give you this. He's, the floor. He, he's certainly top eight. I mean, without yeah. question, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, without, well, that, without question, top eight. The glutton of quarterbacks kind of from like the QB six to QB 13, 14 range. You could really make a case for all of those guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know what's going to be really interesting? If Tannehill continues this. And the Titans franchise him. Where does he go next year? He'll be, he'll, you know, he's going to probably be a late rounder. But this guy has been, you know, I said to start him over Mahomes, and he had more points than Mahomes by a couple uh, this week. And he's got New Orleans coming up. New Orleans' defense is not good on the road. And we're going to talk about Drew Brees here in a second. I got a stat that's going to scare the ever living beep out of you if you're going to start Drew Brees this week. I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe because all these years of seeing Tannehill and just seeing him. Be like, eh. but dude, like I just, 
I know, no, he's been great this year. I mean, he's absolutely been tremendous. great this year. And and think about another year with AJ Brown, who looks like a man amongst boys. AJ Brown looks like the next Andre Johnson. He is so good. Well, remember coming into last draft season, I mean, he yes. was considered maybe the top wide receiver prospect. You know, yes. and then DK Metcalf took off his yeah, shirt and everybody yeah. went nuts. Yeah, exactly. Right. AJ Brown is just a total freak, man. Just a total, total freak. Uh, and he is fine. I mean, it's it's kind of it's 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 nice that it's taken it this long. But at least we have a good Titans quarterback now. You know, right? Like somebody that can actually command the offense and move this team because they can actually and you know, all to their and, and good I don't players. Know if you, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday either, Graham. But um, he would have had a bigger stat line. The tight end whose name I can't ever get right, Frisker, 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 Frisker Anthony name is, Ferksker. touchdown right yeah. in his damn hands. It pops out and then Merc- uh, Merciless takes it. Yeah. For almost, almost a scores, touchdown, right? Almost scored with that. It. Right there is a six-point swing. Yeah. For for Tannehill. Well, on so, that last play, they were looking for him too. Uh, when they he had that check down to Deion Lewis, that ended up being the Titans' last offensive play. But he was looking for AJ Brown on that last mm-hmm. play too. Just didn't get it to him. Yeah, AJ Brown's he, he is what Corey Davis was was hoping to be and never was. <laughs> is Corey Davis, the new Devontae Parker, or have we just uh, given up on? I, I, like, oh, no, I've I, 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 not given up on Corey Davis. Not, right. not, yeah, well, not this year, right? that's mm-hmm. Devontae Parker. God bless him. Big, big contract, $40 million, and goes out and scores two touchdowns. I mean, now he's got the Bengals coming up. Oh, yeah. well, we'll see. He was balling, right? Like, I, feel like, I, I feel like Corey Davis, now that, now that Devontae Parker does things, I feel like Corey Davis has now slid in. He, he sits on that throne of, like, we're waiting. Yeah. You know? Yep. I, I think Corey Davis will be a really interesting uh, third-year breakout candidate next year. Yeah, fourth year. At least fourth year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Time is flying. Um, All right. So... I got a few who'd you rather for championship week guys with with matchups that are really good who, you know, you you might be sort of on the fence about kind of middle of the road potentially, but uh, you would really consider. So the first one and I tried to actually get guys who were in the same game with one another uh, just because I feel like it's interesting. Doesn't mean anything. I just, you know, it occupied my mind. Um, (laughs) Matt Ryan against the Jaguars or Gardner Minshew against the Falcons. Ryan. Atlanta's defense is freaking driving me nuts because one week they're damn world beaters and the next week they're terrible. I mean, they shut down the Niners pretty well. Yet. I know. They've shut down Breeze without twice Des- and Garoppolo. Without Desmond Trufant. How does Manuel Sanders catch one pass I don't know. That, and that's that's the other guy that, I had going against you and he's... I, I, feels, I am done with him. That feels like the Niners had a huge letdown after going on the yes, road. Yes. No, you're right. Saints. You're right. They came back home and they were just flat against a team that, that they should have beat. That's, I'm, that's uh, all that feels I'd go Ryan here though. Ja- I like Ryan this week. Jacksonville's yeah. defense is... They've, they're just they're done. Yeah, Matt Ryan, man. So he had a good game uh, two weeks ago. Was solid last week. Nineteen this week. Yeah. You know, not too bad. So yeah. Yep. I mean, does it does it mean anything though that they held Derek Carr to less than sixteen points? It's Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr. <laughs> it's Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr, dude. Right. I mean, listen, yeah. Derek Carr's. I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, Josh. Jacobs. He's a great guy, but just not a good fantasy quarterback. Josh Jacobs had a, a decent rushing game. Uh, yeah, he was disappointed overall, too, because the Jaguars had been really giving it up to running backs, and Jacobs didn't have that big game. No, but he also was dealing with that shoulder injury. I know he just really wanted to play. It's the last home game in mm-hmm. Oakland. Um, that didn't work out so well. Yeah. Uh, all right, next. Ryan Tannehill against the Saints, or Drew Brees. It's Ryan Tannehill. It's not even close. You want to know why? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about this I'm going to scare the hell out of both of you and everyone listening. I'm not starting Drew Brees anywhere, so it's fine. Okay. Since 2013... In weeks 14 to 16, in outdoor road games, Drew Brees is averaging 14 points per game in six starts. Since 2016, on the road, outdoors, okay, 
weeks 14 through 16. Drew Brees is averaging eight points per game and scored fewer than six of two of three in those games. I hope my opponent starts Drew Brees this week. I really do. Breeze has always had those. This big, is what he does. Those big home road splits. But I, I mean, I'll say the Titans secondary is really bad right now. At, At I, home, they are yeah. a tougher defense. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. I would play Tannehill over Breeze, too. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I'm with I you play Ryan over Breeze. But man, that, that game could shoot out next week because the Titans won't have a Dory Jackson. Malcolm Butler's on IR. They, they, they're, they're looking so thin at this, in the but second. You know what, though, bro? Deshaun Watson did not have a great game yesterday. Yeah, he did picks. not. He had two picks. He threw a couple of picks. I mean, yeah, I was expect. I, I needed Watson I mean, to have a big game, and he didn't. He didn't. You know. Yeah. He had I mean, sixteen point nine divisional road game late in the year. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff can happen. I mean, Deshaun Watson was fine for fantasy. He didn't kill you. 18, 19 fantasy. No, he had sixteen point nine. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. That's on the that's on the verge yeah. of being blah. The Saints also still have a shot at a home game in the first round. Yep. or a first round bye even potentially. Yep. Um, I think they need the, the the Packers to lose somewhere in there, but they still have a chance at a bye. So I mean, they do have a reason to go and try and you know really move the ball, and put up points. We'll right. see if that happens. But we, right. we we've seen this uh, show before. Yeah. Right. Uh, running backs. Devontae Freeman against the Jaguars. Leonard Fournette against the Falcons. Give me Fournette. I, like I mean, it. I would think so. Yeah, I like Fournette a lot uh, next week. It, you know, it's just, it's so unfortunate. The Jags, obviously, they ended up winning that game. But for the first half, they did not move the ball. They didn't do anything. At all. At all. And they got mm-hmm. behind. And, you know, this has kind of been the running theme with this this team, especially over the last couple of weeks, is like when they get behind, they just have to completely abandon the run. And that, that's, you know, that's going to not only limit Fournette's opportunities in the rushing game, but it's going to decrease the efficiency because, you know, those runs become a lot more predictable. Can we just get him some touchdowns? Yeah. Please. He still has just three touchdowns. Fournette has been, uh, Fournette has been saved by the fact that he is catching everything. Yep. Which, you know, had been sort of the knock on him coming into the season that he was not involved in the passing game, yes. that he didn't catch the football. Right. Um, Leonard Fournette is going to end up catching 80 balls this year. He has 73 catches. He, is, he has the third most catches by a running back in the league. Yep. He doesn't it's, come off the field. It's it's Christian McCaffrey, no shock. Austin Eckler, not really a shock. And then Leonard Fournette. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's wild. wild. Yeah. I mean, Fournette is not going to I don't think this has just been like the perfect storm for him. And it's, it's unfortunate because if he had scored like eight or nine touchdowns this year, oh. he would have just gone bonkers. He would. I fantasy. mean, you know, he would probably well, he wouldn't actually be close to Christian McCaffrey because McCaffrey he would is. be pushing. <laughs> he would be pushing Dalvin Cook, though, for absolutely. RB2. No, absolutely. Yeah, he would be pushing Dalvin Cook for RB2. But he's gotten unlucky in that. Uh, in that, in that front, man. Um. All right, James White against the Bills. Devin Singletary against the Patriots. I mean, I feel like this is a James White thing here. I'm still going James White, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Singletary. He's getting a lot of touches. Getting a lot of touches. He had a few nice runs. He fumbled. Uh, he fumbled twice, I think, and lost one of them, I believe. Um, I just, you know, when he gets when they get inside the 10, though, it's it's back to Frank Gore. It's Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's, yeah Josh Allen's their goal line back, Marcus. You've been on that. But, uh, but yeah, James White, I think that this that game will set up perfectly for him because uh, the Patriots' boundary cor- uh, outside receivers are not going to be able to beat Tredavious White and company, and then mm-hmm. Julian will be, uh, will be locked up in the slot. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on White, too. Yeah. Uh, last one. Rashad Perriman. This is a good one. Rashad Perriman against the Texans or Will Fuller going the other way against the Bucks. They're like the same type of player. Which is why I put them in there, right? Because they're kind of the same guy, right? Will Fuller's better, (laughs) but I mean, they're the same type of player. Just deep, deep shot guys. I... Man, Will Fuller against the Bucks. That's that's a really tough spot to not be on him, but... 
really outside of one game, two games this yeah. year. One one of the games was against the uh, the Colts, where he just came back from injury, and mm-hmm. you know no one was starting him for the most part. He was right. coming back off a multiple week injury. Outside of those two games. Fuller really hadn't done too much this year. So I'd, I'd lean maybe Perriman just because the targets the will be target there. target volume, right. And the Texans could get a lead in that game, which could force Jameis to throw 45 times. And when Jameis <laughs> has to throw 45 times, some receivers are going to go nuts. Yeah, yeah I, I think I like Perriman just because the, the target volume. Fuller, I mean, Fuller is a an absolute ceiling play because he's a guy who, like, you know, he might only need three or four targets. I mean, he was he was solid yesterday, five for 61. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah. Yeah, I did. I put this in here because I'm like, these guys are sort of the same. So I think it'd be interesting to, to kind of pit them against one another. All right. Uh, there you go. I'm sure we'll get deeper into this. And I know, uh, you know, we'll talk about this on Friday as well on the pod. Uh, a look at some of the guys who could be shut down for the rest of the season. The first one is I'm, I'm just begging. Just shut down, A.J. Green. Like, no, stop. Marcus, he's is still he he's, thing now. No, 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 guys. He's still day to day. He's still day to day. I mean, he's still day to day. He's coming back. He, <laughs> he is. <laughs> That's killed me. Their 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 practice de- designation they every single out, week. They tweeted out video of him like jogging on their oh practice field uh, last week. I'm just like, why? I really do wonder. Maybe maybe the the Bengals have long played this the whole time. That that AJ Green, you know, they're just trying to get him right to get an actually good quarterback in there so he can you know finish the rest of his career with the Bengals. Maybe maybe they've slow played us on this. Maybe that's why he hasn't been traded. Maybe. I mean, because it defies logic. Otherwise, I mean, he will be a free agent officially in the offseason, which I think I saw somebody, uh, you know, asking, suggesting, recommending that he goes to the Eagles, which could be really interesting. Yeah. AJ Green in Philadelphia, I think, would be Patriots or Raiders. So maybe, I mean, the Bengals also have kept Green on their active roster, so he's keep they're keeping paying him obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and that also limits another pay- player from being pay- paid as well. So they've kind of like saved a little bit of money, I guess, by keeping right. Green on their active roster so they don't have to pay somebody else. Maybe right. that's why. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm really trying to spin my brain to try to figure out what the A.J. Green situation has been all year, and yeah, I it's like, just still can't do it. Just just end this already, Bengals. <laughs> like, what what is the point of him coming back? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Chris Godwin, I'd imagine, is going to get shut down at this point. Um, yeah. He's likely not going to play week 16. 1,300 yards in 14 games. Fantastic. Dude. That's, that's an awesome season. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to bring him back at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know about DJ Chark. I mean, he didn't play. They ruled him out, I think, fairly early, earlier in the week. I know he you know, was trying to test his injury, and it just wasn't going to happen. Um, it, it was a joke. The Jags were like, oh, yeah, DJ Chark. The, the week after, he's in a walking boot, and he's you know, seen you know, being carted around the locker room. Yeah, he's going to travel for a road game across the country to Oakland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, what is at this point, all, all the Jaguars games are fairly meaningless. Uh, I just, you know, at some point, I wonder if they're just going to kind of shut him down. He also has... Like after a, a quick start to the season, he's been kind of up and down uh, for long stretches of the year. And I would be, you know, I'm just curious whether or not the the, the Jaguars try to force him back on the field. Um, what's up with Evan Ingram? Do we know? Does anyone know? I don't know, dude. I, I, I why why bring him back at this point? Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. Why bring him back this point? You know, I I think obviously his foot injury was more serious than it was originally let on, and the Giants haven't been playing for anything of meaning in, you know, a couple months. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no reason to bring him back, start tight end, just let him get right and get rested because next year, uh, the Giants are loaded, guys, at receiver. They have -hmm. have Darius Slayton, who looks amazing as a rookie. Uh, Sterling Shepard, who's always been good. Golden Tate will be back. Evan Ingram will be back healthy. They're loaded at receiver. Daniel Jones is going to be one of those late sleeper picks that everyone's going to be on. That guy, Saquon Barkley, is pretty good, too. I've heard. um, So I've heard. Showed it yesterday. 
They are so Finally, good. people got a huge I, game from Saquon. I'm going to be really interested in Daniel Jones as a uh, late-round guy next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have Gerald Everett on this list, but it is merely like a question because I don't let him let, let him rest. I mean, Higby's, let, let him be Higby's playing well. It's going crazy. Um, I, need I mean, if you are the Rams, I, I don't know. Your, your playoff status took a big hit yesterday, first of all, losing to the Cowboys. Um, I don't know what the hell that was yesterday. Yeah, that, that's why as a Cowboys fan, you either you know, Jason Garrett apparently gave the greatest go, pregame speech he's ever given in his life. That's the that's the I mean, report. I mean, like th- this is this is why, like, because we won if we beat the Eagles this week and then go to the playoffs. I mean, does that mean Garrett's going to keep his job? Does he need to go to the NFC championship? Like, I, I'm, I don't care what happens short of the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl. I don't want Garrett to be the coach next year. I'm done. But that was this. That's this week is that, the, I think that's why so, it's so frustrating because like this team can be that good, but most of the time they've disappointed this season. Is this Eagles Cowboys this week? It is Eagles Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eagles no, Cowboys. yeah, dude, it's in Philly that'll, too. That'll settle the division. So, um, real quick, back to the Rams. So they're eight and six. Uh, then the Seahawks and Seahawks are pretty much locked into a playoff spot. Seahawks are locked into a playoff so, spot. I think. I think with the Rams losing, the Niners are locked into a playoff. Yeah. Spot so now. the only way. The only way really the Rams can get into the playoffs is if the Vikings lose out, right? I think yeah, so. I, the Rams are in big trouble now. Yeah, and yeah, they've yeah. got and they've got the 49ers yeah, they, coming up. They, so. they needed that win yesterday, and I think even then they still would have needed some help. So losing yesterday. Well, the Vikings I, can still win the division. If they beat the Packers next week, they're still in yeah, play for the division. I think division. that's the Monday night game, right? It is. Yeah, Monday it is night the Monday game. night yeah. game. Yeah. There will you be let, some fantasy championships I know. decided in that one. <laughs> you, you, by the way, you left the name off this list. Who's that? Odell Beckham, <laughs> dude. Uh, like here, here, here are his last three games. One, one could argue that Don't he's been shut me. down. Fourteen point six, five point nine, five point nine. He had the big game against Miami. Then he had 10, 10, 13, 10. and he's got Baltimore this week. I mean, like honestly, like if if you need to pick up, say, I don't know, Mike Boone this week. Yeah. Like, can you cut OBJ? Dude, I mean, he, I mean, it's against Arizona. I mean, fortunately, it's okay, but I mean, realistically, and he's not one hundred percent with the sports hernia deal, right? Realistically, like, yeah, I know, but just the my my lizard brain is like, I can't, the, I can't the, do this, it. You this know? is a microcosm of Odell Beckham's se- uh, season. He gets thirteen target get thirteen targets against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You would expect him to go just completely nuts. He had a sixty six yards. He had a season high in targets, a season high in receptions. He had a season low in yards per catch. Just, it's just absurd. He had a terrible drop yesterday yeah. too. The uh, outside, of, outside of the backfield, I mean, and and you know nobody so started Ricky Seals Jones, but I mean Jarvis and Odell Beckham both. Yeah, Jarvis tanked. Jarvis, too. that was finally really disappointing. That was bad, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like, yes, like realistically, all logic says that Odell Beckham is droppable, but just man. I think the, the emotional part of me and knowing what he can be is just like, man, it's hard. Yeah. It is hard <laughs> to make that move. Yeah, they play the Ravens next week, though. And I, I I mean, if you made it that long with with OBJ in your lineup, you can't play him. You can't play him against the Ravens. No, I, know. I mean, you keep him on the bench and maybe get him a ring. <laughs> That's about it. That's it. There you go. Yep. Um. All right. Quick look at the waiver wire before we uh, shut it down for this week. Brashad Perriman, obviously at the top of the list uh, for pretty much everybody. Anthony Miller, who had a huge game uh, yesterday. Dude, he's been great the he's last playing month. Playing well Anthony recently. Awesome. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I guess. Although we talked about, you know, whether or not you you have the stones to play him against the Bengals this week, but uh, he is out there in case you're needing a quarterback for whatever reason. Uh, some combination of Mike Boone and or Alexander Madison mm-hmm. that is depending, you know, obviously keep an eye on Dalvin Cook, see what his status is, keep an eye on Madison, whether or not he's practicing this week. 
Um, but, you know, one of those guys, Boone or Madison, should be on your roster just in case. Uh, carry on Johnson. Yeah, I put him in there because there have been reports that he's going to come back this he week. Is he's got eligible. Denver. I still don't the understand Bron- that. The, the don't Lions have no running backs right now. Somebody named Wes Hills. Wes Hills had, had uh, which I think a good style. He I think had more points junior, than Melvin freaking Gordon. I think it's a junior college in Colinga, California. Um, <laughs> West Hills College. I, how many points did Gordon put up yesterday? He had, now, he had like six or seven. He had two fumbles. He had two yeah. fumbles. Yeah, he had a, uh, yeah. Even West Hills had like 20-something yards, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns. Um, so, I mean, like, listen, like, if Carrion Johnson's available, what the hell does it hurt to pick him up? Yeah, I mean, I, look, he's eligible to come back and play. I know he says They have he wants no running play. backs right now. I mean, Scarborough's hurt. Why Scarborough's not? Hurt, yeah. Scarborough's hurt. Like, look, I... I get it from it. Just a, a we need to fill the roster in a body standpoint. But if you're the if I you're mean, the Lions, why? At the same time, he might get a featured role just because they don't have anybody. They have anybody nobody. Else. They have nobody else. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And then Sterling Shepard too, because he's he's only owned yeah. like forty percent, forty seven percent of leagues. So, um, Anthony Miller, if if Brashad Perriman's not out there, I think. Miller's pretty easily my favorite uh, pickup this week, especially PPR. He has been amazing. Yeah, he has. Um, Six or more receptions in four of his last five games, and now he gets the Chiefs, and their slot corner. They are not good against the slot. They're 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 good on the perimeter, not so great against the slot. Yeah, Um, that's a huge spot for Miller. Yeah. They should be trailing in that game. Kansas City's bad against slot receivers. That's that's a it's another really good spot. It's for a nice him. spot. For Ooh, the new Top Gun trailer uh, dropped today. It's been thirty five years, Maverick. Like, that. what are you doing? Tom Cruise doesn't age though. That guy is still he does not. Yeah, he doesn't age. Uh, you guys got your tickets for Star Wars yet? Uh, not yet. I'm no. still trying to figure out yeah. if I go Thursday night or if I go Friday. I'm, I'm going. I'm going Saturday night. I'm going with the family when I'm back in Atlanta. Got a bunch of uh. Oh, cool. Fam going, so we're gonna do that. If I do that, I'll do excited. a second showing. I think I want to do the first one kind of by myself. And <laughs> I thought about that too before I go. I think I might go over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And if I do it, I'll, I'll see it again. Um, I did rewatch Rogue One though. And forgot how good that movie. Rogue One great. was really good. Rogue Eddie, One was any uh, yeah, Rogue so One much was, better than was Solo. so good. Oh yeah, so much. Solo, Rogue, so, yeah. Solo was trash. Any any last words? Like, is your skin burning? Are you okay in there? Luckily, I have uh, long sleeves on underneath. Protect <laughs> 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 me from this ever touching my skin. <laughs> oh man! All right. What's it? We are done. We appreciate you downloading and listening. You know the drill as always. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, if you win an award for laziness, are you allowed to pick it up yourself? We'll see you on Wednesday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places.
Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. 